Presented by Baseline Times Media. Happy New Year 2019. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot or Pass podcast. We're still here. We're chugging along. We're still recording. I'm still your host. It's 2019. I'm joined by my crew. D. Jackson, what's up, bro? How you been, man? Yo, I'm I'm great. I'm blessed right now. I'm blessed. 2019. Uh, I'm excited, man. I just was in Arizona with our good good friend Chris Thompson having a lot of fun, aka Trap House Chris. Trap House Chris. Yo, three TVs in the front room. But man, I'm great. I'm blessed. <laughs> I'm really excited. Uh, I'm. Uh, what I'm most happy about for 2019 is like the progress that we've made over the last couple of years. I remember when we all first, you know discuss doing this and you know we're still doing it we're still here so shout out to the people who are listening shout out to you and shout out to my boy mark is that marcus in the cut marcus. is that marcus what's up marcus um, where else am i gonna be gotta keep you two in line oh i know gosh gotta make sure Yo. people realize rational thought has Yo. to win at the end of the day first things what? first r.i.p to mean gene uh Yo, facts facts Yo, i'm a huge everybody gene knows Oakland. yeah like i'm like Everybody knows I love wrestling. Marcus loves it just as much as me. That that really broke me down. Like that was like, man. Like I still remember him from Nitro, man. Like, yeah, dude's the voice of a generation of wrestling for real. So shout out to him. Uh, very very sad. You know you like the, the like the sucky thing about death is obviously like the dying part. But I think the really cool part with social media and is the opportunity to see how many people he touched to see like the present wrestlers, the past wrestlers, like all the OGs. I think mm-hmm. every single person has like a great, great mean gene. Obviously my favorite one is the Booker T when he was like, we're coming after you, nigga. I think that was like, just mean gene. He, he really, he, he controlled like all of these macho mans, Hogan's, you know, like all of these like legendary people. He controlled them and he was like a damn, damn, damn good interview. So shout out to the OG. For real. I'm going to miss the man. Absolutely. Well, uh, it's 2019, guys. We have a lot to look forward to. Finally, as it always happens, football comes to an end here another month. Basketball takes over. And uh, a lot lot coming up on this episode. Our surprises, disappointments through 2018 as we look forward to 2019. And then also a few other rants and raves that we also go through here as part of the typical shooter past podcast and um basically so far with you gentlemen you ready for some hot takes warmed up how do you guys feel about um, uh how, how do you <laughs> let me ask you guys a question how, how do you feel about uh the, the first the, the first half year 2018 we go into 2019 the most surprising team surprising thing for you guys so far in this is and it's just a weird season like we talked about in the last couple of shows right it's just weird but What's the most surprising so far? Denver. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know Denver was first place until like 35 seconds ago when I looked at the standings. (laughs) Yeah, who gave them that, you know, ability to be in first place? I don't know. And here's what's funny. Do you guys remember last summer? I think it might have been in a group chat or something. I don't know. But, and I hate to give him this because I despise him, but... Gabe had a hot take, and Gabe was like, if LeBron's smart, he'll go to Denver. And I remember thinking, like, yeah, like, obviously he won't, but they have the right pieces, and those boys are balling. They really are. They're like East Boston of the West. And what's crazy, I was just going to say, Denver is currently what we all thought Boston was going to be this year. Even though Boston is like, you know, they've started to look a lot better, but man that team and what's scary is they've had will barton out for the majority of the season and he's a good solid two-way player for them gabby's been out they still don't have uh their number one draft pick when he comes back it'll be interesting to see how they kind of um michael porter but wow that team has been balling Mm -hmm. and doing it against teams with winning records too yeah yeah another i mean i'm ready to eat all my words for Kawhi and for uh uh, the Greek freak, <laughs> like straight up. I won't even absolutely. I, yeah. Like I mean, I remember thinking like, man, Milwaukee. Like every single year, I obviously I'm biased because obviously we all know I'm a LeBron supporter. I feel like he gets a crazy amount of hate, 
And every single year it was like Giannis, Giannis, Giannis. And then when his team doesn't perform, we make excuses for Giannis. We're like, but in reality, you can tell that he worked with his players in the offseason. This is I, I can honestly think say this is the first offseason that they all work together as a unit because this team is balling. And what the fuck, Brock Lopez, Brooke Lopez, I thought he was out the league. Now all of a sudden he's like the greatest three-point shooter ever. Like, what's know, right? going on? Like. I, I, I would say, I, I don't know if Denver is so much of a surprise to me. I think Denver at some point, I, I felt like, I don't know, I'm still kind of waiting. I feel like there's there's a whole lot of basketball left. I mean, we're about a little over a third left, or a third that we played of the season. I feel like Denver is a little bit in between there. I would say, I mean, it's got, it's got to be Milwaukee for me. They're at the top of the league right now, twenty six and ten, best record. Giannis, hands down, probably you know looking like an MVP candidate. Oh, he's definitely MVP right now. Like, there's definitely MVP, like one hundred percent. I don't know, man. I got another guy to pick. Who? You know who? Who? The beard. James Harden can't take off all of like. <laughs> November half of D like you yes, know I can. you know I agree with that Richard Jefferson like they're they were projected to be a championship team this year and they had that weak weak player Chris Paul who was still recovering from playing in the second round of the playoffs hammering <laughs> the team hey hot take have gone, you noticed not hot that's cold like yeah you're right it's a cold <laughs> take but because everybody knows it they play. So much better without Chris. And I'm a huge Chris Paul supporter. I really think so, too. They play so much better without my boy. It's crazy. They play like it's a whole nother. This is a whole new team. Like James Harden has been eating his last 10 games. This is the DeMarcus Cousins. All over again. Yeah. Y'all thought it was cool. But then you realize we didn't really mean him anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's been like I watch these games and I'm like, why? And what? Here's the thing. So I looked up this stat and I saw like when, you know, when Kobe went off on his streak and Jordan and James Harden. And here's what's scary is that it looks like James Harden is getting like better and better with like every game. Like I hear about people like, oh, free throw, free. Stop fouling them. And yeah, I know there's a lot of phantom calls and I know there's travels here and there, but. He's at the point now to where he's just barbecue chickening every single person on the floor. I think his efficiency is yeah, a whole lot better. When they had that stat up against him, MJ, you know, those three, I think he's just efficiently a little bit better. Yeah. I mean, he's just, he looks really, yeah, you're right. He's just getting better and better every night. Like the dude had 43 on 19 shots. He's found a new way to play the game. I think so. I think so. I can agree with that. It's just like, just when we thought that, that, that he kind of hit a, like his peak, I think he's taking it to another level. That's what I thought. I was, I had so many pre-written things for NBA Twitter. It was like disc records. I was ready to just <laughs> take shots, and I'm glad I didn't. I don't know for some odd reason the NBA gods were like, "Don't you do that?" And I didn't. And now you know I can you know I can say just for the fact that I keep it a buck. Like I did not. I thought I was like the runs over. They're probably gonna like make a trip. Like I don't know. I just started panicking and. Wow, and I mean, literally, yeah, literally, I mean, literally I just, I in a know. month, like they went from being what 13, 14 in the Western Conference to like top four. Yeah, and, and a lot of it, a lot of it because of James Harden. So, oh I, yeah, I, I mean, this is I would kind of make a case. Oh, yeah. You're you're right. I mean, I mean, it's I have hard. James Harden. But like right now, if I was to do an MVP race, it would be Greek Freak, Kawhi, uh, Joker, like Paul George, James Harden, LeBron ish. It would be like. Yeah, like I, I think be... his stock his stock has definitely gone up. I think a lot, a yeah. lot, a lot of credit to James for. It's weird. It's I like CP. He's one of my favorite point guards of all time, and that, that's that team's weird. But I think that you know it, the biggest one of the biggest surprises is how how much better Harden has gotten. But also, I want to shout out to the Oklahoma City and Paul George. I think that's another surprise. He's having a career year. I mean, he's finally looking like that guy that's just yo. You you can't stop me. We know defensively he was great, but offensively, like. These these shots are falling. I mean, they're just shots that you know we sent you guys a video like weeks ago where he just looked like T Mac, like like he was just pulling up, spinning around shots. They're all, all unstoppable. He just pulls up off the dribble for three point buckets, 
And then the Thunder are actually number one right now in the defensive rating. So if we're looking at yeah. kind of advanced stats, the Thunder right now, defensively, they're rated pretty good. Number three in the Western Conference. I mean, that's a team that we weren't sure because of what happened last year. I mean, this is a career year for Paul George. I'm sure that it'll definitely translate over into the playoffs. I think a little bit of adjustments from, you know, Russ himself and getting more acclimated with some of the teammates. Obviously, not Melo. Melo's not there, so it's a little bit different. Thank God. And so, that's another guy who, man, if <laughs> I don't know, man. It just, for me, it sucks because it means I'm getting old. But, like, seeing, like, your OGs, like, Dirk and, like, Melo and, like, Day, uh, like you know, like Dwayne Wade and, you know, a lot of, like, these OG players who you grew up with, kind of seeing them kind of fade out. Like, Melo, that whole situation is just crazy. I mean, we knew he was bad, but then, again, you watch OKC look like a totally different team without him. Like, they're up, they're killing. Can I just say something to NBA Twitter? Yo, for years, you guys have said that Russell Westbrook was stat padding, blah, blah, blah. This year, he's humbled himself. He's accepted the number two role, a.k.a. the Dwayne Wade, a.k.a. the Steph Curry, to a greater force for the time. He's basically giving Paul George the keys to his city, and now people are like, has Russell Westbrook fallen off? No, he hasn't fallen off. He's being a team player. It makes me sad that I see people that are like, oh, the only thing that I don't like what Russell does, why do you keep shooting those threes? It's crazy how Ben Simmons is in his second year and he's going to win his back-to-back rookie of the year because he's fucking Ben Simmons. It's smarter than fucking Russell Westbrook. Think about it. If Russell Westbrook had Ben Simmons' mentality of just not shooting dumb shots, it would be crazy. Like, I don't get why he shoots the ball because he cannot shoot. You can't shoot. Like, it's just, it's a proven fact. And he continues... He can, bro, he continues to, dude, he is shooting so bad. Just continue to just go to the rack and continue to, like, you know, penetrate and continue to disc because your jumper is broke. Like, he can't shoot. And watch, tonight he's going to probably go off for, like, 50 on, like, <laughs> right. 20, yeah. on, like on, on, like, 20 shots with, like, an 80% field goal percentage. But for the most part, he can't shoot. That's the one knock I'll have on him. I feel like that we would see – What's it? Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan. I didn't watch Dragon Ball. I just want to act like I'm cool for my Twitter friends. Yeah. But, like, you know, like, man, like, Marcus, can you tell your boy to quit shooting, please? Please. Um, No, because I like it. I like it too much. Spreads the floor. He's defense on us, you know. His defense has improved, you know, but I mean, they're, they're long. Just like how we said, like, they're long, they're defensive. And Paul George is, like, I would say top. I would say top three right now for MVP. And he's currently defensive player of the year because he's locking up whoever the opposing team's hot player is. He's wrong I, I would say this. He, at some point, he's got, he definitely has to find the shot, though. He definitely has to become a little bit more smart with some shots. Only, in, I think, in the playoffs. That, that's, that's where it matters a lot. And we've seen a few times, especially some, some of the games with against the, the series of the Jazz, that you know, obviously Paul George wasn't doing it. So, but I think that it, it kind of balances out. He, he's kind of got to take over more of that playmaker role and, and accept it too. And he's doing that this year and let down deferring to Paul George, man. Pete, Pete's just having a great year. And then it's kind of not take away from him and, you know, be selfish with it. I don't think Russ is a selfish guy either. And it's a lot. He's just trying. He's a guy who plays, you know, you know, at, at full speed and 110%. And you can't stop him. And that's what he's, he's, he's going to do to help his team out. But, Man, shout out to the, that's the thought. I think I, I'm a little surprised about him. I'll be honest with you. I think I'm a little yeah, surprised. I'm a lot the surprised. Expectations were a, little, were a little bit low, but that was one of the better upsides of the season. And it's good to see, especially in that Western Conference, that we weren't really sure insert this team, insert that team. We, you know, it was just a little more difficult to kind of figure out where they're going to stand. And then, I mean, the Clippers, the Clippers right now are playoff bound. And that makes no sense to me. They're twenty one and sixteen, and, and that makes no sense to me. I have I slide, slide. I mean, like they. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I honestly could see them sliding. I could see Utah Jazz, Sacramento Kings as well. Like De'Aaron Fox looks like most improved player. Like, is he officially the best player from his class now? Who? De'Aaron Fox. What's his name? De'Aaron Fox. I think, last I, think year? We, I think we got to see a little bit more. 
But it's, I mean, I, I mean, well, I'm just saying, as of today, like as of today, I think I, I mean, he's, I mean, he has to be right there with like, like Ben. He has to be right there with you know Tatum, who's taking like a little, you know, I'm not gonna say a step back, but he isn't as, he, I mean, he isn't what I thought he was gonna be this year. I don't. All right, hot take. Boston got to trade Kyrie. For like, what? For who? For where? For, um, for anything or something. He's not going to resign next year. Like, I don't know. I feel like Boston is way too many chefs in the kitchen right now. I feel like that. And again, I don't know. This is just based off of body language. It feels like at times that it's Kyrie versus the other team and his actual teammates. Like, at times it feels like, I don't know, I always go back to that game seven when Kyrie just didn't show up. Like, well, Boston's a bunch of free agents. Well, yeah, I, know. I don't... And like, it, two draft picks. We'll see, and, and that's why, I mean, I feel like they're all auditioning for the 2019 free agency. Like, isn't Rozier a free agent? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I just feel like that, I don't know, it just, it doesn't feel like they're playing team ball. Like, they're just out there just kind of like, ah, oh, we're going with the flow. I'm going to get paid next year whether you guys pay me or not. Instead of, like, I feel like that team that we watched last year that just balled and they were all, like, team, team, unity, unity, all that other kind of good shit, I feel like it's out the window now. And they might surprise and they can win 10 straight because they have the talent. But I don't know. I just – but, like, I feel like this team's window was, like, like last – I mean – Heading to the season, I was like, oh, for sure, like 60-plus wins. And now I'm like, ah. I don't know. It's uh, weird. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would agree with that. And it's funny because that, that you know, kind of segue into we talked about the, our, the most surprises, surprising teams and our players. The biggest disappointments for me, definitely, I think the Boston Celtics right now have shown a little bit of signs that I'm not so sure that they're going to be the team come April that we're, we want to fear in the Eastern Conference, the way Kawhi is playing. Um, I, I think the Sixers got some things to figure out and kind of get you know Jimmy Buckets more acclimated there. And then um, the way that Giannis is leading the Bucks, and, and then you, you have the Pacers who are trending to take a top four spot and, and kind of knock Boston out to, you know, the bottom five, you know, bottom four in the Eastern Conference. And, I don't know. A lot of there's a lot of basketball to be played, but I can I can agree with what Boston is. I don't think they're going to win sixty games. Now we thought they we thought they were, uh, maybe yeah. fifty five at the most, maybe fifty. Who knows? Just depending on how things go. I think at, at the hot take, I honestly, you got the word that he wants to resign there. But I think as the season plays on more, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Kyrie's the same. He's the same guy who said, "Hey, I want out," you know, from Cleveland and that and that that issue there. And when. You know, apparently he found out, you know, obviously, you know, if you guys have heard, watch the, you know, the, the the bronze series, things like that. Well, you know, according to everything, Kyrie wanted out once Paul George didn't want to come over and spend long term in Cleveland. LeBron didn't want to commit long term. So Kyrie was like, all right, I'm out, you know. So I don't know. I think they have Kyrie's a, lot. a confusing guy. This is, is the same guy he who really said is. he needed veteran leadership when you have Marcus. What did he say? When your brother is on the ground, what do you do? I don't know because uh, I'm on the ground and <laughs> no one's helped me up yet. Yo, I like, can't get up. Like, Ky- oh I don't know. God. Kyrie's a weird player to me because, like, I mean, he, he says, learned it from LeBron. He needed a playmaker. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, but he is the playmaker. Who? Kyrie. But LeBron needed one when Kyrie was right there. Wow. Here's the deal. That thirty for thirty. I need to know what's going on behind something. I think that Kyrie. No, no. I honestly think that Kyrie, like a lot of players, I think that he thought he wanted to be a number one. He then became the number one, and he realized, like, man, and like you know, it's levels to being a number one. Like, you got to actually lead. You got to be a leadership when your team succeeds. You know, you got to, you know, take all the whatever. When you guys suck, you got to take that as well. That's why when he came out, like, oh, man, you know, we need that veteran leadership. And it was kind of like a shot at Al Horford, who, you know, is a veteran. I don't know how vocal he is, but I don't know. This Boston team, and I mean, what's funny, it's not that they're, like, disappointed. I mean, they're still 21 and 15, but I honestly thought that Boston was going to be, like, the Denver Nuggets. 
Right. It, it is, and it's buy now type of thing. It's like, hey, like, granted, they do have 11 of the 15 games at home in January. So it, January could be a big month for them. So being at home, maybe a little bit more friendlier for them. And, you know, you got teams in the East that are just, just tanking right now. I mean, Washington's not going to put up terrible. much of a fight. You know, shout out to John Wall out for the season. He's definitely one of my favorite point guards as well. So, you know, the Wizards aren't going to be much of a fight. The, the Sixers, I'm still not sold on the Sixers all the way. I think they could still kind of nab, you know, the fourth spot away from Philly if needed. Um, Indiana, you never know what can happen. They're, you know, one Oladipo injury away from kind of going back to being, you know, a subpar team out East. And then, I mean, Boston's good enough with the talent to stay top four, top five. So I don't see them falling out. But if we're talking levels, uh, I'm a little bit disappointed. You're right. I think they should be where Denver had what they're doing in the East, the Western Conference. Especially in the East. Like, that was the whole thing. Exactly. It's like, Another you're in the Eastern team. Conference. <laughs> and, I mean, not to, like, kick a whatever when it's down, but, man, remember when the Wizards were, like, talking big shit about the playoffs? Remember they were, like, it, man, it seems like, Best like, backcourt wow. in the league, Beal. Yeah, I mean, I was excited. Like, I, I'm a John Wall guy, and I'm excited. But yeah, me too. I was like, "Yo, they fell off." This is it's it's really that's one of the biggest disappointments. I knew it was going to happen. To I got my hopes up. I was like, "Look, they, this is their last shot. Their window is so so small, and this is your last shot." And what happens? John Wall gets hurt. He's out for the season. So uh, yeah, things in Washington definitely on our downfall. That's at this that's point. Do you trade that? Like you know, Bradley Bill, or like I mean. You know, if you're Washington, I mean, are you are you know are you calling L.A. or if you calling? You got to. I just think I think you have to. I think at this point, it, it's over. It's clear as day. There's no way that you're going to get any much better than what you currently have. Start over. Hit the reset button. You know, you're not catching a Boston, Philly. You know, not even Indiana, in my opinion. Toronto, Milwaukee. Just the talent's too great out east. It's just brewing. I mean, you know, pretty soon, you know, we're. I don't know. Like, you're looking at. You're looking at some some tough you know roads to get over if if you're John Wall coming back from injury and first and first and foremost from, from the type of injury he's got and then after he comes back I mean, he's not even getting along with Coach Scotty Brooks I mean it, there's no chemistry in, in Washington from what it seems like Washington yeah, they, got, they got to rebuild they, they let's let's reset but that's one of my yeah. di- biggest disappointments I, I'm so glad it's not Milwaukee though like I'm glad yeah. we're having this conversation today and it's Giannis MVP, Milwaukee's the top of the East and you know best record in the NBA right now, record wise. And it's it's not you know where the Washington is. So you know kudos to them, for, you know for sure. Because I, John Wall, uh, yeah, I like Last John. Man, John I want to see John do well, man. But it's I don't know, man. I just don't. I think John Wall again. He's just one of those guys. He's like he's he's a great player, but I mean, is he is he built to lead? Is he built to make a team better? I mean. I don't. I don't. I think he's missing that, that quality about him, and, and he he may need to be second fiddle to somebody who can do that. And the same thing for Kyrie. Um, but yeah, I think I think Kyrie. I think Kyrie could, could be could be on the move. I I think what what we'll see is a lot of things will heat up towards the end of January. Obviously, trade deadline. Um, I think this is going to be one of the bigger trade deadline um, dates that we're going to have in in the last I would say three four years. Honestly. Um, to see what happens because there's so much that's going on. January's going to test the waters for a lot of these teams, especially in yeah. the Eastern Conference, man. Like we just said, like Boston should be a little bit better. Um, I'm disappointed uh, if we're going to go the player, um, very specific. Um, you know, Markel Fultz. I had high hopes for Fultz. Um, he had an off season, oh, a healthy man. off season to find prepare with the teammates, come aboard. Um, I mean, I don't. We obviously don't know too much about the situation from whatever comes out report wise and. I don't even know how I Google what the hell they diagnosed him with. I I don't even know understand. This is this is this is the biggest mystery in life. It like, is. <laughs> I I don't even I mean, bro, he was a lights out scorer. Like lights out. And then you just forget how to shoot. That's like real life space jam. Like you really got your like superpowers just like taken away from me. Like that's crazy to me. He's my biggest disappointment as well. Like, and I, I mean, and not even like in a bad, like a hater way. Like I just don't, I'm just like, what's going on? Like you really just forgot how to play ball. That's going to be enough, man. I'm, I, I'm just like, I, I'm at the point in my life where I'm all I'm looking forward to in life is 30 for 30. 30 for 30. I don't, I, I just, I had a lot of high hopes and I, I felt like, 
I mean, I feel like the the Philly core was great for him. Um, you know, obviously the biggest thing he needed to do was learn how to shoot. He's definitely a good playmaker. I mean, that's one of the skill and attributes that he has naturally, um, which is great. You know, adding adding that with Ben Simmons too. How sick is Philly that they could have had Tatum and Ben Simmons? Oh, but oh, that's gonna hurt. That's that's gonna be like they're thirty for three. What? Like, oh man, I can see it now. Cause, damn, that's crazy. They could have had Tatum as right. well and Ben Simmons. They could. I mean, then Jimmy Butler might have. Been, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, like whatever. But that's a big like. Wow, you're like, right. Yeah, no, absolutely, you're right about that. That's. And Philly fans for like the whole world, like, oh, give it this, give it time, give it time. Like, what's going to be crazy? And I have a lot of people like who's reference homie. I'm de- I'm definitely going to be trolling him when they trade Markel and when they're talking <laughs> shit after all this time. Like, you know, I mean, at some point you got to just know, like, yo, that player ain't Ralph. He ain't it. Like, and Mark, like this dude, he needs out of Philly. He's just not. He's just not a good player. And what sucks is like again, it goes back. You have all these teams that are holding on to these prospects for no reason. Like how? Like think about it. The the Raptors got Kawhi, right for Demar. Like basic. Like what? You get that? Like so you're looking at teams like the Lakers who wouldn't trade Brandon Ingram because he looks like Kevin Durant. Well, nigga, I look like Kevin Durant too. What the fuck? You know, like <laughs> like what the like? Think about these teams. How idiot? Like you know? Oh, oh yeah, I'm not gonna trade Markel for an already established. Anthony Davis, or for an already established Kawhi, who are top five players in the league, I right. feel like these these team execs are looking crazy. Real quick, we're we're gonna we're gonna have a little bit of Jake Holslander at this moment. Yes, because who is they? Is he talk? Who messed up Markel Fultz's shot? Like, yeah, who's they? Who's they? Jake like, Cole. We don't know who's it, they. Here's the thing: Jake Cole clout chasing, right? He's trying to get some retweets. He knows that people are going to be like, oh, that's deep, bro. But in reality, Markel, you messed up your own shot. Who you going to blame? Who were, like, people act like that he, like, what? Look at you in the gym, bro. You messed up your own shot. Like, this ain't. Who, who is this they? Ain't, who is they? Like, I mean, he's acting like he has, like, somebody, you know, hyping him like a machine or something. Like, you messed up your own shot, bro. Like, that's on you. That's a personal thing. But what did this guy do all nah, summer? Man. He wasn't he in videos with uh Embiid and Simmons or, or was that Bomba? Yeah, it was, he was doing all of those oh. cute off season workout plans that everybody does. And then they came along. I'm so Man. tired of these workout videos, bro. I see They're dudes. I am. I am too. I see dudes <laughs> in my gym like for like no line. I'm not even exaggerating. Like 20, 30 straight minutes working on that one play, and then I see it on the gram like an hour later. And I'm like, nigga, it took you 30 minutes to do that, bro. 30 minutes. And it do look fire, but in a real game, you're not doing that. Like, I saw a workout video for Stanley Johnson, and I broke my computer. I was sick. Bro, guys have to flaunt on the gram, too. But still, bro, it's like, especially here's my thing. After Hoodie Mello, he ended all that. Because Hoodie Mello, I was like, yo, this dude, yo. Lie detector determined that was a lie. We got to stop the workout <laughs> videos, or we got to just start calling people's bluff. Like, yeah, it's easy to hit that shot when nobody's on you. What about in the game, bro? Let's discuss your twenty-seven percent three-point shooting. Nah, man, I can drop thirty at the local gym. You know, I'm like, man, like the NBA is becoming like a weird, like LA fitness flex. It's they weird. Really I nice. mean, there's so much money. Who really cares about the ring? Like, for real, if you're making a hundred million dollars over your career. Facts. And you're Trevor Ariza. Yep. Do I really care if I want a title at the end of that? Like, do yep. I really care? And he already has two. He's good. <clears throat> do I really care? You really don't. But but here's what I wish. I wish that like, unless you're like, like a number one guy. Yeah, I agree. No one's gonna sweat you that much. Like Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving can have a decent career the rest of his his career, and he can probably get in the Hall of Fame. He's got a ring. Yep. With the historic Cleveland team. Yep. Can, if he averages 27 and 5 the rest of his career, he can get the Hall of Fame. And or, probably be two probably be 300 million dollars richer for. Just like so, you said, just like you said, why have that scrutiny of going to go play with Braun or something when you already have the ring? You just want to, a lot of players just want to coast out. I know Kyrie would be so happy playing in like fucking Pittsburgh, even though they don't have a team. 
Like, you know, like, just like, ah! Yeah, yeah, dropping 40 the, every other night? With the Pittsburgh Generals or something. You know, like, they don't really care. It's only, like I said, it's a handful of players that actually really, really do want to, like, you know, get those rings, collect those rings. And there's a lot of players who's just like, bro, I'm cool. I'm making $25 million. Solomon Hill is making $13 million. He's sitting on somebody's bench right now. Cooling. <laughs> Cooling. Like, not giving a fuck about anything. Absolutely. So, I can't even hate on that. Wait, 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 wait. Side note, side note. One quick thing. The six highest paid quarterbacks, eight in the playoffs. I just wanted to put that out there. For a I know. Well, <laughs> did you did you even see that thing in the debunk your boy John Gruden's myth when like whose boy? Your boy. Do not slander me like that. That is your boy. <laughs> That's your boy, John. Away. John Gruden. John, John Gruden. Gruden. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. I ain't I ain't the Buccaneers fan. That's Chevy. That's your boy. So basically, it says <laughs> playoff quarterbacks. Hands. Playoff quarterbacks, are you ready? Golf, seven million, Trubisky, seven million, Prescott, six point seven, Mahomes, three point seven, Watson. Then you got pass rushers in the playoffs. Mac, twenty-three million, Donald, twenty-two million, Lawrence, seventeen, Houston, seventeen, Watt, seventeen. Moral of the story, John Gruden, you're a fucking lie because you do pay the Khalil Max. You do pay the Aaron Donalds. You do build up that defense and you win with a rookie quarterback or damn near like a rookie on your rookie. Cause here's the thing. When you pay Aaron Rodgers 25 million, you can't pay anybody else. It cripples your team. Look at our giants. It cripples your team. Should have paid scam Newton. You know, it, you know, it, and that's just, we could, have had, scam, we could have had scam Newton, Saquon Barkley and Odell Beckham right now. You know, why were you talking we about the giants? Here? Like you guys, I mean, you guys can make the playoffs. Now we got Bird Box Eli just throwing <laughs> shit up. Hopefully he's, I mean, Eli, you know, someone needs to, someone needs to take him aside and say, look, you're top 10 already in every quarterback category. You got a good case for the, you know, Hall of Fame. Just re- retire. Just, 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 let, it, just let, a young, let a young Nick shine. Oh, my God, man. You know, uh, in, the word, in the words of Hitman Holla. By the uh, way, by the way, do you guys at least have a tad bit, tad bit of respect for the Cowboys? Oh, Outside why? of their fans. Why? No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't, I, I, I honestly, don't. No, and, and this isn't even me being like, like throwing shade. They haven't done anything in so long. Like, I don't even Trash. care about them. Like, I really, like the Cowboys are the equivalent to like the Mets to the Yankees. Or like the Clippers to like the Lakers, like until you fucking do something this fucking century, and like you know, like dude, the Cowboys are the chick that was hot in high school, and now she's ugly. Let's yeah, be Cowboys she's, are the chick. The Cowboys was, are literally the quarterback talking about his high school days. Uncle Rico, that's the motherfucker exactly. that's thirty five years old, still going to the high school games wearing his Letterman. That's the Cowboy fan, like you literally. That's the, that's the Cowboys. VHS, like I don't even. It's been decades know, since they won anything. They make and they make <clears throat> wild excuses like, "What if Romo's bus wouldn't have been late? He actually got eight hours of sleep, and his mom fixed the pizza pocket." So the hot, yep. pocket. like man, they like no Cowboys, you know? Because then this year they're gonna be like, I'm not, you know, they're just like the Niner fans, the quest for six, the quest for whatever. It's been, I mean, dude, they've been questing since before I had hair on my nuts. No, and then they come in drunk every Thanksgiving. So I'm exactly. just not with, I'm not with them. <laughs> Sorry, not at fans. all. I had to get into the perspective of two uh, Giants fans, but uh, and I'm not even a hater. But they really haven't done things since like the '90s. They haven't to the point where it's like, wow, you guys actually did make the playoffs when everybody expected you guys to. Yeah, be yeah, nothing. yeah. I mean, and that's dope. And then they're gonna be out this weekend, and it's gonna be like, cool. <laughs> all right, exactly, exactly. Wait, the Cowboys. Cowboys made the playoffs? Yeah, they made the playoffs. I gave up on football after week three. First of all, yeah, exactly. Team by the way, they, they, they won your sucked. division, by the way. So you guys. I gave up on win. football. Hey, I basically fucking boycotted football. So to all the black people who are listening, yeah, give me some fucking. Yeah, some after week three, that doesn't count. Function. You didn't do that on purpose, though. You was just I know. Like, <laughs> like, hey, just we're not going to go into like detail. We're not going to go into detail. Yo, I need my woke patch. All right. You earned your stripes. I earned my oh fucking woke strike, bro. What you mean, woke? You got put to sleep in the league. I, earned, yeah, I, don't, I don't care. You got put to you sleep. Had, you got a no, blindfold on with Eli. That's what, yo, that's what happened. 
Right. You got put to sleep. Yeah, I don't think you, you got bird box. Yo, you ever see? Yo, do any of you guys ever see somebody who you know in real life faking the funk online? Like they're like woke and shit, but like you know, like the real them. You're like, nigga, you are the furthest thing from woke. But share that tweet, Queen. Every day. You know those, you know those women who be like, you like, you know, they post all of the Mary J. Blige, not gonna cry, Tyler Perry memes, they feel fucking with Tyrone. Like it's like mm, word, it looks word, good word. online. It looks wow. The New Orleans Pelicans have came come back against the Brooklyn Nets. It is one twenty four, one eight. Never mind, it's thirteen seconds left. But damn, they came back. Word. Free Anthony Davis, man. Free Davis. Put my boy and King James together. By the way, let's go. There is one topic that I did leave out, and I wanted to talk about this and rant. No, but I want to rant about Kevin Knox. I want to rant about Mark Cuban's comments. Um, what he said a few weeks ago. If we Let took quote, in. if we took our best kids and seven years before they are all Mary, uh, McDonald's all American, we sent them all over to Sylvania to get an education. The league would be a thousand times better. He said they just learn how to play basketball while all, our guys learn how to taunt and put together mixtapes. And somehow, somehow, this was taken as racist, Mark Cuban. That's racist. Just, that's idiots racist. who don't know about the basketball racist culture. Mark if you read that article, racist. if the first thing you think is hip hop artists or black artists or mixtape, this ain't you, for you. You're racist. The conversation. <laughs> you're a part of the. Yes. The thing. Everybody knows every American black player is playing basketball. There's no white people in the NBA from America. There's no. There's no Hispanics. They're all black. Clearly, yeah. he was. No, this I, the, this, this, I have never heard of Kyle Corver. This man doesn't exist. Nope. Here's um, the thing. Here's what I here's what I dislike. Here's what I dislike. So many PC people Wait, on Twitter. White guys named the league have K's in them. Yeah. Are we, can we talk <laughs> about that for a second? <laughs> Who? Kevin, Kyle Corver. Kevin Love. Uh, Kyle Kuzma. Karolinko. Is Kuzma black? Is Kuzma? Wait. Let's go back to these comments. Mark yeah, Cuban, yeah, yeah. Mark Cuban. So many people tweeted and reshared that without even thinking. Maybe he's talking. And what's funny is I was tagging people in the hoop mixtapes, letting them know, and they were like ignoring it and putting me on mute. Cause I'm like, yo, you're a part of the like, you know, like, like you know, again, those fake woke people who they want to appear to be woke for every situation, but like they don't like stay sleep. This ain't for you. Like, this ain't for you. Cause that was the furthest thing. They were like, oh, are you going to let this slide? It's like, yo, talk about hoop mixtapes. And they're like, oh, because everybody wants to. And it's funny. In a way, aren't you racist for assuming that they was talking about hip-hop mixtapes? Wait, 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 wait. People thought they literally meant rapping mixtapes? Yes, like real people. Like I was posting in the group chat how I was going in on like D-Ray because he posted it. And then he's like, do you co-sign this? And I'm like, actually, if you actually know about basketball. Like, yes, yeah, there were actually see, people see, that's that. Just, see, that's just people wanting to race bait them. Exactly. They don't even well, know it was race bait. It was race baited by even, well, there's a one time I'll disagree with Nick Wright. It, but th- there was race bait into it. And it's, it's, it's a damn shame. And some of the main media personalities just reaching for it. Yo, All he talked about was YouTube, the education right? over in Slovenia. He wasn't talking about anything else beyond basketball mixtapes and people legit thought this was something else other mixtapes ain't the like top mixtape dunkers in the world white right now like yeah, homeboy that did like crazy. the scorpion dunk ain't he white yeah he was yeah. white I'm pretty sure like a lot of the high help mixtape uh, dunkers are white right now so but see, that's the thing, it's like a lot of these people when you like do you have for instance Marcus like with you just for the fact that like you know like your profession do you ever just come across like some of our people? And I love, like, I love us to death, but like, it's almost like they're like looking to be mad. And, oh, like, yeah, all the time. You know, and I'm all like, I'm like, man, like, I'll see it on Twitter. Like, like, you know, like somebody will like do like a sub tweet and it'll be like, oh, LeBron's my favorite player. Uh, he's one of the best guys in the league. What do you mean by guys? I'm like, <laughs> what, what do you mean by guys? Like, what do you, you know, it's like, man, are you really that? upset with your life that you, you just, just want to be angry think about this think my, about favorite this. Thing, my favorite thing in the world is like dead ass on twitter is like celebrities who retweet just things that they're mentioned in 
yeah. like not added. So yeah. you just know, like they're just sitting there searching themselves just to get yeah. Like, like think about that. that. Think about how messed up in the head you have to be to think, oh, Marcus has a legit law firm. He's a great guy. He's black. He's self-employed. Let me go look up his tweets from 2001 <laughs> to see who he, oh, Marcus, when you were two, you tweeted a, a white fist. Does that mean you identify as a white? And then, and then here's the sad thing. People will then be like, he, he canceled. No, he finished. Oh, yeah, the cancel yeah. culture, yep. I'm like, yo, because here's the sad thing, and I actually was listening to a podcast, Brilliant Idiot, shout out to them. This was smart. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, said, they said that the sad thing about the Kevin Hart thing is that, yeah, he said that in 2008. But here's the thing. He didn't say it in 2009, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, or 18, a.k.a. he did change as a person, right? Like, do you just want to cancel this person, or are you looking at growth as well? Like, you could be uh, a shitty person, like, let's say 10 years ago, right? But the beautiful thing about that is you can change, you can grow, and you can learn and mature from that. So that was a really sad thing is that, yeah, we said that he saw, I mean, like, yeah, like he put out those tweets in 2009, but can we acknowledge that in 2000, between 2010, 2018, he was a pretty good person between that time and that he, you know, but it's like, no, we just want to no. cancel people. We just want to cancel people. And it's like, it's so people, crazy. The internet hate machine is strong. It's crazy, bro. I'm, like, I'm yo, just upset can't, at the people. Like a month. I'm upset at the people that, if we go back to the Mark Human comments, that the same people that advocate for better education here in the United States and yep. want Trump to focus on education rather than a wall yep. are mad because Mark Cuban said that education is better in Slovenia and players would be a thousand times better, you know, going to school over there. They because they want to be mad. Uh, I, I I just don't understand that. That's all. I, I'm going to put that out there and, and just leave it. It's at true. That. And I guarantee the tweet before was we need better education. Like, you know, <laughs> we need better, you know, stop uh, building the wall. Like, yeah. Let's put our money in yeah. education. It's for our money education, but the minute and you, you mad know, Mark said this. But like you know, it's no different than like the African American community. Like I always say, we would be so much stronger if J. Cole made a song or if Jay-Z and Beyonce had marches and shit for when we have black on black crimes. Like we don't treat black on black crimes like anything. Like it's mm-hmm. just it's like a programming. Like Chicago's a fucking war zone. It's been a war zone since forever, right? Like, we've never really addressed it. It's just like, nah, even in a sense, to us, even black lives don't matter. (laughs) And it just, it further proves it because, think about it, tomorrow if a white cop kills a black man, we're gonna have hashtags, we're gonna have marches, we're gonna have fucking chants, every fucking fake woke black person is gonna be talking about this or that, but if Marcus kills Demario, nobody fucking cares or bats an eye. Nope. Nobody cares. We, because we're, nobody cares, you know? And then if somebody speaks out on it, the African-American, then all the, oh, you don't know what gentrification is. It's years of, of da, 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 da. and yet there's a lot of that going on. But at the end of the day, it's 2019 and we got to just smarten up as a whole. Like, why are you driving 120 with fucking a double barrel shotgun and an Uzi in your car? Like, why, That's like, why, are, like, why are, rappers still, why are rappers still going through the airport security with fucking guns? Like, that's like a, that's a very good question. Like, why? Why are you still getting busted with pounds of coke and marijuana? And like, come on, now it's 2019, and we consistently want to blame people for our like misfortunes that we like. Like Smokey the Bear said it best: "Only you can prevent forest fires, right? Only you can." Like, motherfucker, don't have a gun at the airport. Oh, it was in my like what? You know, what if, like, Mark Cuban had said, like, the contrapositive and been like, all right, Siberian kids need to come over here. They need to learn how to dunk, how to how to cross over, how to talk that shit on camera. What do people, you, what, what people have said? People would have been like, hell yeah. Yeah, you're right. He do. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I don't know. I, I just feel like that a lot of people, like, we're, we're at a very sad time because everybody wants to be upset. Every single person. It's like, fuck. Like, it's so, like, god damn. Y'all all angry? You woke up? Like, Kanye said, how you gonna be mad on vacation? Like, like, <laughs> like, like what? It's 2019 and y'all, y'all mad already? Like, god. Then you wonder why your life is in shambles. If you have that type of outlook, that's the reason why your life 
ain't going to be shit. Like on the hindsight, looking into my life in 2017, for a lot of people, it probably was the worst year ever. Wrong, motherfucker. It was my greatest year ever. Motherfucker, I went through the fire and came out that bitch unscathed. You feel me? It's like that's the beautiful thing about life is that you can be low, 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 and you can bounce yourself. You could, Nothing's greater than a bounce back. And I feel like we're, we're all so stuck as humans, and we all want people to feel bad for us. And that's the reason why your fucking life sucks. And that's why your baby daddy left you. And that's why your kids don't fuck with you. And that's why your crush didn't watch your story. And that's why your picture didn't get no likes. Because you a bum bitch and your life sucks. <laughs> the end. Trying to find a lot. Ran over. Absolutely. Seriously, Hands think down. about it. Ran over. We out here. Over. over. All right, guys. One resolution that you'll have for any team player so far in the NBA as we look forward to 2019 and June to eventually crown a winner. Anybody, any team player, you guys. I would like to see. Knox needs to get 30 shots a night just because yeah. I want to see Knox get 30 shots a night. No real Facts. reason. Facts. I just think no. he needs to develop. I want yep. him to be a superstar in the future. He will be. He will be. Him I'm high Moody, on him. Him and Moody need to take turns. Like, honestly, Knicks are in such a weird spot. They just need to, like, pick a player a night or, you know, every half and just be like, look, this is your half. Like, we'll see what you can do, man. Facts. Just, like, we're in a tryout period. Yep. Man, all these like, rookie young guys, they should all be in a tryout period. Porzingis shouldn't come back this year. Just let people ball out. Like, I don't get why there's this there's this unaffinity in the league right now to just let young guys ball out with unless there's like a veteran there. I'm like, why? Maybe that veteran will hamper him. Yeah. And then, hey. you know, I, you just need someone there to be like, look, here's the setup. Like, Fizdale should be like, look, all right, Knox, tonight's your night. Go put up 30 shots. Moody, yep. tonight's your night. Put up 30 shots. Nicotina. Hey, no lies detected. Keep like, going. Whatever. Keep man. going. Keep going. What do, we have to, what do we have to lose? The 70 games we were going to anyway? Like, come on. <laughs> you have nothing. I don't understand why these teams, like, they get these, these players. And they're, like, don't get me wrong. Like, the grooming and stuff, you know, I do agree. Some players, some whatever. But, man. Growing pains is the best thing. What knocks what these players are going through, Jaron Jackson, uh, Bagley. Like, man, let these players play. Uh, the one thing that I want, uh, you know, from, like, the NBA is I would like to see, like, some trades, man. I really want to see, like, Portland, you know, just say, oh, fuck it. We probably better off, you know, betraying Dame for, I don't know, Anthony Davis. I know it won't work. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like we're holding – these draft picks and we're holding these young players captive and unless you're going to get like a zion and we don't even know if zion's going to be zion in the nba but unless you're going to get one of those type of players you're getting traded like i have no reason like i just don't understand the logic in keeping all these draft picks who like imagine this last year the celtics didn't want to trade like jalen brown in a draft pick for anthony davis i'd be I know, sick right? I'd be sick, bro. I would fucking riot. I don't know why. Bro. Not. I'd like, you hear the things like people were turning away for Kawhi, and I'm like, why? It's crazy, bro. Why? You know me. I slander Kawhi all day. We're going to get on Kawhi in, like, in two minutes. <laughs> I slander Kawhi all day, but come on, dude. You're, you're, you're crazy. You're crazy. When I saw what San Antonio got for Kawhi, I laughed. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. You got DeMar for Kawhi, and they threw in Danny Green. You gave up nothing to get Kawhi. And you have these players that are like, nah, I don't want to trade Jalen Brown because he might be. No, <laughs> no, that's stupid. Why get Kawhi when I maybe have Kawhi? Yeah, like, no. It's like the Laker fans that were like, Branding Ink, bro, he is, bro, he isn't even KD freshman year at Texas good. Come on now. You are crazy <laughs> if you think Brandon Ingram is ever going to match Kevin Durant. Ever going to match. You – you can't hold KD's jockstrap ever. Not one. What? KD who? Like, what? Oh, because he's tall and has long arms. Okay. <laughs> so does Magic Johnson's son. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> you know, like, come on, man. Like, people oh, are sick. Man. People you, are killing me. I, like, killing me, killing me. I'm kind of kind of going to piggyback off the trades, but I think what I want to see a little bit more of, I think, I think a lot of it has to do with a little bit of scheduling and some injuries in between, but 
I think with the NBA right now, you know, as the focus shifts, I feel like the first couple blocks of the season, the NBA kind of purposely put a lot of the bigger matchups toward the second half of the season here. And also, you know, once football kind of dies down, so kind of more of the premier matchups, um, a little bit more, you know, back and forth playoff atmosphere games. You know, we got to see a little bit of, you know, some of the Christmas Day games, but, you know, the Lakers blew out the, the Warriors without LeBron in the second half. Um, you know, some of these games weren't as close. Uh, of course, you know, the, the Celtics Knicks game, um, we got to see, um, you know, some of these other teams. Uh, the late game, I honestly didn't even watch Portland and um, Utah. I didn't even watch that game. Um, and then, you know, the, the, the Rockets and then the Thunder. I mean, of course, CP3 wasn't playing. And then uh, just being able to see the more competitive matchups and overall, I think, you know, I think some trades might help that out overall. But uh, just kind of seeing that from the NBA right now, it's just kind of like Denver, Golden State, Oklahoma City, you know, Houston, James Harden's ripping, you know, everybody a new, a new hole. And then you have Milwaukee, Toronto, Kawhi doing Kawhi things. And uh, I think just a bit more competitive spirit overall. Some rivalries, man. I think we've missed like some true rivalries. Um, in the NBA, because the last, like, what, we've gotten spoiled with just seeing LeBron run through the East, and then it's like, all right, playoff time comes around, and, you know, we go through this every year, but we, we honestly, DeMar, we haven't even gotten a chance to say someone's being overhyped right now. It's like, oh, Toronto's, you know, it's their year, they're, they're going to win the East, or number one the East, you know, watch out, LeBron. Like, there's no competitive, you know, fun. That's true. That is true. Trash talking. <laughs> I'm a little, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm a little bored. So I think that's one of the biggest resolutions. I think we kind of need to see a little more competitiveness. And then, I'm, you know, hopefully we can get into that as the next month goes about. And, I mean, January is normally a slower month for, you know, for the, for the league. Yeah. And, you know, it's, we, we don't, we don't look back on January. We talk about this all the time. You know, Cleveland has Never one do. of the worst Januaries and the worst, you know, month in the season. And, oh, there they are in the finals because, uh, you know, that guy, there he goes again. So I think that's my New Year's resolution for the NBA. But, uh, I mean, kudos to, like, what we're seeing from Toronto, Milwaukee. Um, you know, shout out to Denver. Um, absolutely, Paul George, James Harden. Um, you know, some of those guys balling out, doing their things. And then, I mean, Sacramento, uh, above 500 you know, ball club. and, and could They haven't been sneak, above 500 since, into the playoffs. since Usher confession dropped. Like, <laughs> like, bruh, I was like, wait, what? I won't lie. You know me. I really don't look at the NBA standings. I only pay attention to who's on my fantasy team. And in our and in our big money league, I'm getting – I'm finally starting to, like, get back. And, and in uh, John's league, I'm running fucking beyond a train. Like, I think I'm going to go undefeated. But, yeah, I looked at the standings today, and I'm like – and I knew De'Aaron Fox was balling because he's a beast. But, man, I was like, yo, the Kings are, like, right there. See, I think here's what I wish. I wish that Russell Westbrook, he had a good like comment today about like small market teams. And he basically was like, I'm paraphrasing. He basically was like, look, if you dope, you dope. He's like, I have four commercials, national commercials, back to back to back, all on at the same time. So if you're dope, you dope. I hate that whole small market team stigma. And I wish a lot of players really thought like that. Like at the end of the day, if you fire, you fire. Like, fucking Drake put on fucking Toronto in Canada. Like, when was... I didn't even know, know where the fuck Toronto was at before 2009 when Drake came out of nowhere with the wheelchair, you know? So I do feel like that a lot of players need to say, fuck that mentality of, like, oh, I got to get to L.A., I got to get to New York. Shout out to New York, though, because I do think they're going to land some stars. And they need to just focus on playing ball. Mm-hmm. You know, like... Because it's, like, real recognize real. Like, that whole big market like say bro what go on instagram like instagram is popping and all but you know what i'm saying like you don't need that big market anymore this isn't like the 90s where you really don't know like you know build your brand like that and i feel like that it would be dope to see a free agent like kevin durant be like yo let me go to denver like wouldn't that be dope even though we know or even like oh let me go to detroit with this you know, crazy core, or, you know what, damn, they got Trey Young and John Collins, Atlanta looks like a pretty solid, you know what I'm saying, but I don't think it'll happen, I think we're all stuck on that big market bullshit, and I think it's, I don't know, like, I don't think it's what it's all, like, the big market comes, big, big responsibilities, and I don't think a lot of players can take that. Yeah, what, if every, what if every year was just a fantasy draft? What do you say? What if every year was just a fantasy draft, every team... Draft that, players every year. That'd be yo. That'd be wow. Could you imagine that? Like literally, like, like straight up. Like, like you <laughs> just got paid. You get paid per round. You get picked in. 
Like got, number one picks? No, you know what I would month? love? I would love if these dudes really got paid, like, straight up per fucking game. Like, uh, you get docked. Like, uh, you went two for 14 with five turnovers and got ejected. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Oh, some XFL shit? <laughs> yeah, on some, like, XFL, he hate me. <laughs> like, straight up. Fellas, right now, who's your MVP? Uh, uh, Howard. I mean, not Howard. Wow, Harden. Well, <laughs> Howard's Howard's somebody. That... <laughs> wow. Wow. Ooh, the slander. Wow. Oh, my God. I got to go with, man. <laughs> I got to go with Greek Freak right now, dude. He has been dominant. I think so. I, I gotta go with I gotta go with Giannis right now. I, I He's think, been dominant. I think Lee, I think you know obviously Houston has some ground to make up, but Milwaukee's been consistently good all season, and they they started the season with seven eight and zero. I mean they they got the best record in the league. So this dude's uh, been just like I, this I dude's averaging twenty six, thirteen and six with a with two blocks. In a steal, he's shooting. Well, he's not shooting. He's dunking 58%. Like, wow, this dude is – This here's what's – wait. Are you guys ready for the wildest stat of the night? We're going to end it on this because we can't even top this. Guess how many shots this man has taken per game? Who? Giannis. Giannis? Yep. Guess how many um, shots? 12. This dude's okay. taken only 17 shots per game. That's great. What? Wait a minute. Let me look up. Wait a minute. Hold up. This is weird. Let me go to complete stats for this team. Yeah, who man, fuck, it's weird, man. Who's taking these shots, Duke? Like who? Who is? Is that why they're so good? Who's hitting shots for them? I know Malcolm Brogdon. No, he's Middleton. actually had a, Yeah, yeah, he's good. Let's see this real quick. Wow, this is crazy. This is like a real. So, like they're solid from top to bottom. Wow. Well, they have Brooke Lopez, the greatest center of all time. Bro, like him becoming like relevant. I thought he was out the league. Now all of a sudden he just missed a three-point. Like he just hits every single three-pointer now. Like last night, seven for 12, seven for 15, three for six. Like this dude just all of a sudden he just doesn't miss from behind the heart. He's still the nastiest rebounder ever. How are you seven feet tall and getting three rebounds a game? This is crazy. (laughs) He's getting four rebounds a game right now. Oh, my God. I will never forget this WNBA game I watched. There was a seven-foot-three woman. And I think she ended the game with, like, two rebounds. She should be be paid what Kobe was paid last year. That's WNBA (laughs) fans' logic. And here's the thing. I actually watch WNBA games, right? I actually watch them. Like, I have money. Yeah, I actually I actually watch them, right? I, I've had a crush Boring. on Sue Bird for years. Like, I Yo, watch the okay, whole right, whatever. Right. Like, but for them to really think that they should get – like, don't get me wrong. Like, do I think I should get paid with LeBron? No, nah, probably 15% of LeBron's annual, whatever. But come on now. Do you really – man, like, there a lot of – I don't know, man. It's weird. But I'm going to get labeled as, like, a homophobe or something if I continue. So I don't want people to say that. I've already had a okay, bad enough rap. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay. If, isn't it funny how, like, wait, isn't it funny how, like, we live in an era now to where I could be like, man, I really don't like Chipotle. And then, like, people are like, oh, so you're a trans forba Chipotle-er? Like, what the fuck? Oh, bitch, I just don't like Chipotle. Like, get out my lane. Like, go. So, I don't know, man. Again, go like the people trying to be mad. All right. Nah, you tripping, man. If you don't like Chipotle, but. No, I love Chipotle. I eat Chipotle every night, actually. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But you know, uh Giannis, man, hands down, bro. I uh, I think yeah. right now. But I, I think I think James is, is making a strong coming, you know, definitely his stock's rising. I mean top five. He's dude, top five. It's it's so hard to, to kinda take him out of the equation right now too. Just every game. I mean, just the consistency where he's playing at. I mean, it's sad it's without Chris Paul, but then again, I but I think I just don't think that the the Rockets got where they got without Chris Paul last year. You know, obviously a major part of you know that series with the with the Warriors, but sadly he just looks better without them. So yeah, so for for now, Giannis, man, shout out. And this is this is where we we talked about Giannis last season. You know, especially at the end, we're like, look, 
these guys took an ugly, you know, first round loss to what the Kyrie Gordon Hayward less Boston Celtics, right? Mm-hmm. And the better Boston Celtics. It's they it, it, they took that loss and it was like no one no actually people picked them winning the series just because they didn't think the Celtics were going to be that good, you know, and that that was unfortunate. But I think the coaching change definitely that's awesome. I mean, I think the biggest you know biggest thing is being able to get Budenholzer and getting him there proven record to improve a team, you know, year by year. He's got him at the top right now, the Eastern Conference, you know, so shout out to the Bucks there. But we sure do have a lot more basketball to be played. Um, any shout outs, gentlemen? I got a shout out. Shout out to my boy, John Collins. He's been like one of my favorite players. Oh, yo, Fats, he's balling. He came into the league. I've like had like a crazy, crazy, crazy man crush on him. Like, the dude, I don't know. You know how, like, you find those players in college and you're just like, damn, I'm going to, like, really, like, like this guy. And I, I never forget it was one particular game against, like, North Carolina. Shout out to Tar Heels. And I'm like, damn, this dude can just rebound. Like, I think he's the best. No, because I'm not going to disrespect Drummond like that. I think he's one of the best pure, like, just really, really skilled rebounders that we have in this league. Uh-huh. And this boy can also shoot from the three-point. Like, I'm going to read you his stats from his last five games. He's averaging 20. He's averaging 11 rebounds, three assists. He needs to get his blocks up because he can't block for shit. His defense is terrible. But he's shooting 57% field goal. And here's what's scary. 53% from three. Again, I often fucking wonder what was Kobe working out during the summer when nothing fucking ever improved in his shooting repertoire? No, you don't when understand. I can watch a guy like John Collins come into the league and can't shoot not one fucking three-pointer, but Kobe Bean Bryant spent summers in the gym and his field goal percentage is the same as Carmelo Anthony in the rant. John Collins doesn't have to put up 30 shots a night. Kobe didn't have to either. <laughs> What do you mean? Who else is going to shoot it? Brandon Smush. Rush? Smush. <laughs> Smush Parker and Kobe Bryant combined for the highest total of any backcourt of all time. Don't Ever. let anyone anyone Ever. put smoke and mirrors behind that. Nah, but shout out to John Collins. Uh, just an all-around beast. Like, the dude, balls, balls, balls. I fuck with him heavy. Straight up. He's bald. He's bald. Straight up. I hope he doesn't go the way of John Hedson, where he's like just a really good big man and then like disappears. Yeah. John John Henson's one of my favorite North Carolina guys that like, and I've had a lot of them that I get like super hyped for. And then you just realize, like, damn, he's pretty bad. Like Marvin Williams. Like every year I pick oh, Marvin man. Williams up. Like Marvin Williams, he was like the most hyped player ever, had a crazy freshman year, won a natty. I think he's one of those players that really just shouldn't have came out. Like, yeah. I think that. You should have like just stayed another year because it seems like he hasn't gotten better since like junior year of high school. And he's in the league just because Michael Jordan's a UNC guy and he's just kind of keeping him around. True. True that. Absolutely. Marcus, any shout outs for you? Gonna shout out the beard, James Harden. Never thought I'd say his words, but God, he's. He's found a new way to play basketball. It's not fair. Like, no one should make more free, th- free throws than they make field goals. And <laughs> be that productive that. at it. And make, be that productive yes. at it. And here's the crazy thing. It's not even like – he gets fouled a fair amount going to the hole. Like, it's not, it's not something that's that big of a difference. But the fact that he's drawing so many fouls on jump shots – and no one else can do this. No one's thought of this. No one can do it. Like the disparity between him and the second place is like Jerry Rice and Larry Fitzgerald in football. Like the gap's just humongous. It's crazy. No, absolutely. Like, I, yeah. I don't know if anyone's get like. Are, is is this going to be a ripple effect? Is someone in the, are people in the next generation going to study Harden? Yes, yeah, I, I was yeah, going to say. I, I was going to say earlier that Harden is to free throw shooting what Curry is. To, I honestly, because I see it. You know me. I still play in leagues. I'm LA Fitness World Series champion, <laughs> NFL champion, uh, fucking MLB, you know, whatever. We know this. 
But I honestly see kids now, like we're playing like a regular pickup game of 15 with twos and threes, and it's taking like an hour because you got motherfucking chucking threes. Fit James yeah. Harden out here chucking shit around and calling fouls every single play. Like, no lie, there was a transition the other day where it was like this guy literally called five straight fouls. Five. Like, back to back. I mean, and I'm like, come on, bro. Like, what are you doing? Like, every single play. And I'm seeing all the young kids, they're doing the James Harden. Is they're like, you saw Luca the other night practicing his three-point fall. This is true. Like, that was like a real – and think about this. Luca, like, James Harden is like an OG to Luca. Think of I mean, that's how, like, you know, it's crazy. I mean, but I, and I think some of it is actually like just the evolution of the game, and it's pretty damn cool that they're practicing shit that no one's ever probably practiced. Kobe probably wouldn't even think about practicing, right? So I think that that's the cool part about it. But some of it, like, like come on, bro, like not everybody has that talent and skill. Like, you, not everyone's Curry's Curry for a reason, Luca's Luca for a yeah. reason, like Harden's Harden for a reason. But I always I tell my kids that. Cool, but... I always tell them. I always tell them. I had one kid two weeks ago. He went. One for 14 shooting uh, from three-point. I let him do this just for the fact that I wanted the learning moment. And I was like, I know what you're trying, but you got to realize you got to be smarter. I said, you got, I was like, why are you out here trying to be Steph? Be like, LeBron, not Steph. You know? Like, you not. And he's like, oh, but you know, you know, like the other team, I'm like, man, you let them dictate what you were doing. You didn't exactly. see Shaq shooting three-pointers exactly. for a reason. And a lot of people, they – you know, they do that as they, you know, you get caught up and you see like, man, well, Steph is killed. Yeah, but that, there's only one Steph in this world, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's only one Steph. And don't become that person. Don't become like, no, you're not that person. And I like, you know, I let them know, like, man, like, when did you start doing all these three pointers? And when did you start doing all of this? And like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, well, you know, I was reading something. Did it. I'm like, no, man, stick to your game, bro. Absolutely. You you kill that Tim Duncan shot. You kill that off the glass. Look you at you, Demario, this. being a mentor, man. Look at you. Hey, doing it for hey, the kids. Hey. <laughs> hey, who would have thought? Look at you do it for the kids. I do it for the kids. Man. No R. Kelly. No R. Kelly. <laughs> oh, my God. Look, I just got a shout out to, I got a shout out to everybody, man. Just listen to the show. It's a new year. I mean, I think we're going on, I think December 2015 is when I started doing this. So, um, you know, we're going on, going on to the fourth year. We just finished the third year of me recording these podcasts and I mean, it's like second nature to us, man. So shout out to you guys. Shout out to everybody who's been on the show. Um, you know, want to shout out to Gabe for being a fantasy football loser again. Um, you know, <laughs> fuck Gabe Lloyd. Shout out for that L. Yeah. Shout out to Gabe, Hope man. Enjoy that. I mean, this is, these are guys have been with us, man. Who always said, yeah, we'll, we'll be down for the cause. So yeah, man, I'm looking forward to like an even greater year with this, the whole show, the podcast, taking things to the next level, and uh, we, you know, Demar and myself, we have we have something in the works, man. We we might we might be you know stepping out of the box of the basketball world, and and you might hear us speaking on different things, you know. So that's tuned. right. That's yeah. Uh, it's in the works for 2019, but uh, I'm excited, yo, I'm and thank excited. you, Marcus. Like I literally couldn't ask for better like homies than y'all. Like y'all keep me alive through the group chat, keep me alive with your daily. Whenever I fall, I know my brothers are going to pick me up. <laughs> I will be there to pick you up. What better way? I still haven't seen LeBron pick anybody up, but you know. Yo, he will when he gets back from injury, bro. He's coming back. What better He's way back. to welcome 2019? Yo, shout Busy out to y'all. wine to give him back rubs. Peace.